Hey everybody, I'm Micah Rich. And I'm Olivia Kane. And welcome back to the weekly typographic podcast. Woo! Uh, we are back again this week. Super excited to get back on this bandwagon with you, Olivia. Super excited to be back on it with you too, Micah. We got some cool stuff. We got a tiny bit of league news. Uh, we got, um, fun. We got, what? Oh, we got, we got like a small, but, um, mighty group of links this week. Yeah. Small, but mighty. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I um, I enjoyed it. Um, so league news, just, you know, fun times. We finished the first free module of our type course and, uh so far honestly like we've just gotten tons of great feedback about it i am super excited there's been a few people who are like well shoot now i have to like keep going because now i want to make a font and Mm -hmm. i just could not be more excited um (coughs) we got some really great people in there already who are like uh, I, I mean, I don't know if you've, like, browsed some of the things that, that some of the students have been posting of just, like, fun work in progress. But, honestly, uh, people are already, like, miles ahead of my capabilities from just the first Woo. few weeks. It's That's fantastic. such great news. Oh, that must be, like, amazing to see them grow. I mean, it's it's more like, hey, can you teach me? all of the things that you seem to have learned in the last three weeks because i'm still a little bit behind you yeah but that's awesome which thank goodness we have thomas who is you know decades ahead of all of us type guru truly (laughs) um thomas is a really good teacher i mean i learned like just like an uncountable amount of things from working with thomas i know just honestly sitting next to him it feels like (laughs) it's half what he's saying and half just uh like digital osmosis yeah i just feel like also when he tells you to do something like you feel like you can and want to do it <laughs> like he's like i don't know i'll like i probably had revisions i had a lot of revisions when i was working with him on type and when he'd give me something to do he'd be like yeah and it's cool because once you do this this works out too and i'm like yeah you're right <laughs> i get like more motivated to like make my revisions and do the work which is always a great sign of a good teacher yeah yeah that's really awesome. Um, yeah. So in in terms of that class, the we're sort of taking the next week to let everybody catch up um, mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of give anybody who is joining us late a chance to catch up before we close registration next uh, Wednesday. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, and then it gets real serious and we start like meeting every week to make our own fonts. So exciting. I'm so excited for all the students. So uh, if you happen to be listening to this and uh, have been wondering if you should sign up, go check out those first three videos uh, and, you know, see see if it's something you want to continue with. Yeah. And how do they find those first three videos? Well, you would have to go to the site. There's a link for courses up in the top right of the league of type dot com. And mm-hmm. you sign up for the free section, uh, which we're calling foundation. First foundations. Nice. nice. Um, and go if you sign up for that, up. then you'll start getting emails. Oh, so good. Woo. All the good stuff. All right. Any other league news you want to share? 
I guess just, uh, you know, I mentioned this to you earlier, but I'm starting to spruce up another part of the site so that we can host these podcasts on our site. So you'll be able to like (laughs) browse the archives, re-listen to stuff, link to them. It should be nice. Yes. I'd love to like link to the newsletter we're talking about. That just would be so valuable. So that's, that's fun. I don't have a deadline for that, but uh, you know, I had a little bit of time to work on that tonight. So I'm excited to start getting that out. I was so excited to hear that when you told me earlier today. <laughs> it's fun. So like, exciting. Like now that the league site is updated, uh, you know, we went years of like using the same code that was kind of difficult to update. And now it's finally updated. And I'm like, I just want to add everything. And it's honestly now the hard part is just finding the time. Yeah, I know. But there's so many good things, so many great things happening um, and so many so much great progress since last year. Yeah. We've been we've been doing okay, all of us. We've been jogging along and doing it. The hustle and bustle. Really it's really happening for us. All right. So speaking of which, hustling and bustling, you have been hustling and bustling to find some sweet flipping links. And the first link I have to talk about is even more hustling and bustling <laughs> about designing a font from scratch and submitting it to Google Fonts in twenty four hours. Ah, which okay, sounds so. crazy do you want to hear a funny story i posted this link probably like what monday night and i'm pretty sure you like you posted this link to like tuesday morning <laughs> it's gonna be like hey what's up <laughs> i i saw that after the fact i didn't realize that you had posted it already oh. but it like what a great title a eh? like that that'll yeah. totally reel you in yeah um, and um Another league contributor, Mirko, commented on my link and was like, oh, my God, so cool. So I'm like, we have to talk about this. Yeah. It's just neat to see, like, uh, I mean, I I always love seeing stuff that is process-based. Like, hey, I did this thing. This is how I did it. You get some insight into how other designers work and think. But this is even neater because I actually know this blog, Free Code Camp, is is where this was posted. And I know this blog from like awesome small very practical tech tutorials oh okay. and i feel like this is like in that vein which i love because i have always you know ev- like almost everything i've tried to publish or do has somehow been trying to say like hey designers developers you're the same people <laughs> like yeah. learn from what each other's doing and this is a designer posting on a developer blog about he like approached making a font which is totally designer world in a very developer way which was like i'm gonna give myself a 24-hour hackathon and just figure out how to do it oh my god you're so right i didn't even think about that but that's so a developer like way of thinking and process and procedure yeah oh wow um so i read the article um and it's actually like pretty interesting Obviously, he's working within a very strict time restraint. So, like, you're not going to look at the font and be like, hmm, I think the T could have been turned closer to something else. It's <laughs> like, oh, this is like, you can do this in 24 hours. And, um, I mean, looking at it now, he built a skeleton for a font. I don't want to, like, discredit actual type designers <laughs> that spend weeks and weeks doing this. Um, but, I I mean, it, just, like, his curiosity really 
um, was pretty inspiring. And the fact that he just did it, like we kind of talk about, like momentum can really get you so far when you start going on a thing and just want to like, you know, get somewhere. It's not perfect. Um, but I just really enjoyed reading his process. It's very much like a amateur beginner's process. He did some research ahead of time and then just like spent 24 hours executing. Um, and like he was really proud of it, which I thought was like really sweet and there's a bunch of people commenting and i feel like we live in a world right now where you're never supposed to look at the comments section because there's always some like force of evil somewhere <laughs> in the land of troll caves like uh. coming out and like spurting like terrible po- negative influences on you but the whole comment section was extremely positive and it like to me that made me so happy yeah yeah that's a great point i do like this a lot there's even like some really funny jokes in here like, yeah. like the font that he made, he decided to call ODB Sans, pronounced ODB. And someone was like, ah, a Wu-Tang fan, I see. And then <laughs> and then they were like, oh, wait, it's an acronym for one day build. Whoops. Really I know, fun. there's some funny conversations. <laughs> yeah. Um, th- it was also nice. I saw another comment was like, oh, how did you convert it to a TTF file? Um, so someone that was kind of like looking at his process and trying to learn from it and there's conversation happening beyond just like him posting about his experience. I just, it made me feel really good about like people posting their work and, um, just like having it being well received, especially when we post articles from like brand new under consideration, lots of corporate work, like everyone will find something and like, that's obviously like a professionally done typeface should get critiqued and I totally am there for it. But it's just like really nice sometimes to just see positive people learning and kind of creating a community on their own. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I am totally with you on that. Right. So, you know, this was just like a really enabling and frankly, really good for like the time period. And the fact that he describes what a beginning was like, this came out really good. Like I want to use this for some stuff. Right. Like, he, like, talked about, you know, I didn't want it for text. I just wanted it for display. Like, he, he yeah. had some, uh, um, like, a place to start. And I just, I don't know. It was just really nice. It's just a positive piece of design news floating around, which I wanted to share. Also, I mean, just on top of that, I love, like, the end product. A, uh, like, it uses a lot of the process that, that we have been trying to teach for free of for how Mm -hmm. to go about this he Mm -hmm. only used glyphs because someone happened to recommend it and like he downloaded the free trial and that's how Mm -hmm. he made it Mm -hmm. and then he made the website about it and if you go to the website a uh the secondary font that he uses besides his own which looks great is railway awesome (laughs) love it of course we'll always recognize railway uh (laughs) but even cooler is uh he he published it with the SIL open font license. Oh. So this is this is an awesome open source font. Same license as all the league fonts. Oh. Uh you know, you can use it, you can build on it, you can modify it. It's flipping nice. awesome. Nice. We should talk to this guy. He's we great. should. Yeah. I was like, yes, cool. I was into it. So how to share it. Um, speaking of building fonts on your own, you know, maybe scrappily, maybe not, you can now get a plugin for Sketch that will help you design and create fonts, and it's totally for free. 
Yeah. So, uh, th- this is super interesting. I've seen this floating around. I kind of forgot about it, which I feel bad about. Um, we were reminded of it from someone that follows the league's newsletter, um, Jason Alderman. Thank you for sharing this and bring it to our attention. Yes, because, I love when people email good stuff yeah. in because, like, now it's in the newsletter. Everybody gets to know about it. Yeah, so, like most of like links people email in like get into the newsletter from our experience. So. Yeah, totally. I mean, I got to do a better job of mentioning who was awesome enough to send it. So thank you, Jason. Yeah, thanks. I'll shout out to you in the newsletter this week. Okay, so um, font rapid plugin for Sketch to create fonts. Write in Sketch. Uh, you mentioned sort of you don't you don't use Sketch a ton. Have you? I've never it a used Sketch. Oh, okay. I mean, Sketch is awesome. <laughs> Sketch. Uh, it's it's all vector based. It's I mean, it's kind of originally at least intended for like UI and web design. You know, loosely. is Sketch free? No. Um, it's actually a subscription now. Interesting. It used to be like fifty dollars, and then they were like, "Hey, you know, if we if we charge like once a year, we could upgrade it a lot more often." And so oh. they switched to kind of that cloud model to some extent. But it's actually yeah. kind of neat because uh, I think you, if you buy it for a year and you decide not to renew, you get mm-hmm. to keep the last version that you got. Oh. Which that's nice. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Something like that, and so it's it's kind of cool. That's um, cool. But so I haven't used this plugin yet because uh, I forgot that it exists. But I totally want to try this now. I mean, if you go to the website, which we will link to in the newsletter, um, you can see it. It kind of mimics like a, a glyph table, and then adds all these extra UI elements into the sketch interface to like search through glyphs and preview text mm-hmm. um, and edit the metadata, which I'm really curious about. Is that like, you know, the font info panel panel or something like that? I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of um, neat just because like, if you already have it and if you, you know, if you already have sketch and you don't have glyphs or robo font or you can't stand the oldness of you know open source font editor uh font forge um like you could use this to open up an open source font modify some letters mess around export it and use it yeah i i think it's great i mean just another way to give people more access to font editing um Something that I find really hilarious, I've been watching over and over while we've been talking about this, the GIF that they have on their page of someone editing a font is just, I don't know why I find it so funny. It's just like in fast forward. So it just like looks like making a font just like happens within a matter of seconds. You just like move some things like left and right and like change side bearings and like there you have your font. Um, (laughs) Not that this is at all very relevant, but I think it's really funny for anyone that has designed a font like it doesn't just happen. Move things up a little bit to the left. <laughs> next letter. That's not a. That's not at all how it goes. But it is kind of funny to watch it and fast forward like that. Right now, you're watching it now, and yeah. we're both like, "Oh my gosh, this is, this is hilarious." Also, it looks um, a lot like Comic Sans. Is the oh, like, it's example. definitely like the chalkboard marker font that they're having there. Oh, you're totally right. I mean, it's just it's funny. Right? It's funny. Just go to the site for that at least. <laughs> I can't believe um, this is so, yeah, free. Was- how crazy. 
I know. That makes me so excited. I'm curious. I'll have to look into who made this um, and report back. Yeah. So, uh, next thing, let's let's keep it in the font world, and then we'll step out into the design worlds because our other links are kind of designy. Designy. Um, okay. This is gonna be a quick one. Clim Type released an extension for your Chrome to take any web page and skin it in all Clim Type fonts, which I also <laughs> think is hilarious. Like that's such a Clim thing to do. Can I just say that? <laughs> I mean, you can. I think most of us don't know Klim that well to, to know that it's a Klim thing to do. A very, very high quality type boundary. I love all of their typefaces. There's not a typeface I don't really, really like. Um, but they also kind of have like some cheeky humor that they like to throw in and like, I don't know, some like sarcasm and, <laughs> you know, they're a little bit like baked in irony sometimes too. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Like what? I, it just says kill the noise, read in peace. <laughs> and they're like, we are superior. You know it. We don't have to tell you we're superior. We are giving you this plugin to prove that any page that goes under our fonts will look better. And I tried it out and it was really nice. So yeah, I'm, I'm messing with it right now. It is really nice. Also, because I love all the fonts, but what I also find right? really interesting is that I've been like I've been following Clem fonts for a few years, probably more than a few years, um, and they always seem like one of those under the radar kind of things. At least with like the designers that I know, every mm-hmm. fifth or sixth designer will be like, "Oh yeah, I know that." Yeah, um, exactly. But. There was a long time, I remember reading a blog post about why uh, he refused to make web fonts. And really? it was it was like a quality thing. It was just like, hey, it, it's, I can't make it good enough yet uh, to justify oh. it to myself. So you can't buy my fonts and use them on the web. And obviously that is changing if he's, you know, got yeah. a Chrome plugin to render any web page in his fonts. Well, I think it's like pretty interesting in the aspect that like you it's kind of a specimen if you are thinking about buying one of um and you kind of want to see what it looks like in body copy and headline text, choose mm. a web page that has those things, use the plugin, now you know how beautiful whichever text space you decide to use will actually look. Um I don't know. I think it's funny. I think it's kind of smart too. Yeah, that's very smart. So I just had to share that, like not huge type news, but, you know, something that I thought was worth sharing. Um, So kind of stepping back into the design world, I felt like I got some very high quality design articles this week that I was very excited to share. Um, The first one being an article from Dropbox Design that I originally was not interested in reading. But then I was like, you know what? You never know. Sometimes articles really pan out to be these amazing gems. And this one was. So um, it's titled, Why Your Design Team Should Hire a Writer. Writers and designers equal a match made in heaven. Um, so I read this piece. Yeah, I'm, I've, oh, I mean, Micah, you know, like I'm interested in writing. I don't consider myself the best writer. So I will gladly take any free advice. <laughs> um, but there is some really interesting points in here as to why to hire a writer, but how to be a 
better designer and be a better writer at the same time, I thought was like the best takeaway I got from that. Like I wanted to write better for my design. It was kind of like a really wild psychological mind game that happened. Um, And it was really nice not to read just about design in its own little like tunnel vision. It was nice Mm. to kind of see the bigger picture and to see how if you really marry text and design like writing and design it just it can paint such a bigger picture as far as concepts um there's really clever things the favorite thing that's in there is this chart that i posted in the weekly typographic slack group um and it's a chart with two columns one says what writers call it the other one says what designers call it and kind of compare terminology so this um, is what what, reeled me in right right like i mean i guess also, yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, I guess I, in the last five years or so, mm-hmm. writing has become a super important part of the many things that I have to do for mm-hmm. the league, for mm-hmm. all sorts of things. And uh, like learning how to write sales copy, I discovered was one mm-hmm. of the best things that I ever did to become a better designer. And so when you posted this, I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, this is genius. How has no one ever pointed this out before? Right. Like, what writers call it on the left, what designers call it on the right. Writers call it an introduction, designers call it onboarding. Writers mm-hmm. call it uh, an outline, designers call it love a wireframe. Or it's so good. Writers call it a rough draft, designers call it a mock. It is so spot on. Extremely it on point. Kills me on spot. Writers call it a metaphor. Designers call it icons. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that just like sums up the whole article for me. I'm like, ugh. Um, so this is this is really genius. I'm and I'm 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 super with you on this that uh like just just reading through this so far has has made me kind of remember the necessity of writing. And yeah. it's uh, like I see some designers, uh, you know, in, in our industry, in the workplace, who just, like, throw text on a mock-up and don't think about it, and that text ends up in the final product. And oh, it blows yeah. my mind. I I feel like you have to start with the idea and the writing first. Mm-hmm. And totally. I, I love that Dropbox is talking about this because people will listen because they're, you know big yeah exactly and there's really nice illustrations and the whole thing um like i'm not in any position of power to hire a writer at my company but um it doesn't really matter i just think there's lots of value for designers to kind of like care more about writing it's also how me how it made me feel which i do care about writing but just made me care more and appreciate it more yeah so you know if you can't hire one become a better one yourself yeah exactly um I'm so glad you enjoyed this. I'm glad we got to talk about this one. Yeah, this was a great, great find. Um, so last but not least, um, but I kind of am excited to end with it because it's like <laughs> a jumping off point um, showing how an ending can be really a beginning. <laughs> <laughs> the article is titled Waste Not, Want Not, Designers, Here's What to Do with Your Rejected Work. And it's kind of 
just an article talking about what some really successful designers have done with the work that's not used. Work that still might be beautiful and crafted, um, but just was not chosen by a client. And that's kind of what the life of a designer off encounters all the time. Um, so they talk about all these different things designers have created with their leftover work. Um, they, the first one I was my favorite. It was um, called Reje recently rejected is the website. And they also have an Instagram. Um, and it's a bunch of like really high profile design groups. Um, some of them I've heard of and the rejected work, whether it's record sleeves, posters, typographic experiments, but it's all really gorgeous. <laughs> and I could just like sit here looking at it for so long, like illustrations, type pieces um and it's wonderful it's like a they call it like a graveyard so like each thumbnail is like a tombstone for a piece of work that never made it through to a final um, for what it's worth i have heard phase. that phrase before really yeah i think that is uh a phrase that uh, is more in like the the era of like dossier portfolios you know where like Okay. You'd be assembling the stuff with paper at your desk and you'd make 30 versions of it and slave over it. And then the client would not want any of them. And you'd be like, ah, oh, these things yeah. exist. Like I made them with yeah. my hands. Yeah. So put them I've the felt graveyard. that pain many a times. So I really can relate to this article. <laughs> This is interesting. Um, this is this is a totally different perspective. Right? It just like also doesn't necessarily put rejected work into this like really sad waste of time pile. It kind of elevates it a little bit more. You know, I don't know. Um, another interesting piece that was part of this article that I actually just remembered. They were interviewing a designer who actually used her rejected work as jumping off points for her future work and said this really interesting thing that like people are so obsessed with like scrolling and scrolling um, on Pinterest to get inspiration for their next project that she'll kind of instead take out a couple ideas that she's found in a sketchbook and just start manipulating them and pivoting that idea um, until she kind of comes to an idea that maybe feels like it's going to work. So in, like, instead of looking at other people's work, she looks at like her old work that um, can be used as a jumping off point, which I thought was really nice. That's interesting. She said you can you, you can view your unused designs as a personal Pinterest board because it's stuff that you obviously have liked because you created, um, but it is also tool for you to use, which was just really interesting. You know what? I mean, as we're talking about this, I feel like I don't ever keep stuff. Like, I, I, I can't yeah. think of things that I pitched and didn't make it and stuck around. I think, mm, yeah. I mean, surely there have been plenty of things that I pitched and nobody liked or just weren't good enough. But I guess I I must have thrown them away or forgotten about keep them, them or something. This is just kind of strangely uh, eye-opening. Yes, exactly, exactly. How really I weird. And to be honest, I looked at this and I was like, "Wow, I don't like anything here that I'm looking at." <laughs> uh, you know, sorry, designers. Like, just none of them really spoke to me and the stuff <laughs> that that I find interesting in design or whatever. But uh, mm -hmm. it's still kind of 
just a different perspective that nobody really ever talks about is like using the work that you didn't use. Like using your B-sides. I have, yeah. I don't know. I unfortunately have a fairly large graveyard of rejected work that haunts me. Put it online. I know. Let's see I, it. Yeah. I know. You know, actually Olivia, outside my... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of exper- type experiments that failed ultimately. I definitely want to see that. We shall see. Maybe this can be my jumping off point for revealing some of my failures. But, you know, design well, process. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a neat that's it's definitely a neat article. And Yeah, I I definitely hope it is eye-opening more than anything else. I don't care if you like the work. I don't care if you don't like the work. But I do think there's interesting <laughs> philosophies in there. You know what I mean? It's just like a, a hint of an idea that I hadn't thought about before. And suddenly, ah. I'm so glad you feel that way. Great finds. Great stuff this week. Thanks, right? Like small, but like mighty is how yeah. I describe this week's finds. Totes. Oh, I got to stop saying that. Oh, my goodness. It's great. Uh, don't. This was super up. fun. <laughs> Great I know. This was a great time. Um, okay. I mean, I think that's all we have for now. Uh, that is. <laughs> uh, we are going to go assemble it in a beautiful newsletter and send it directly to everyone's inbox tomorrow morning. Yeah. Can't wait for you guys to see all of our finds. Thanks again f- to everybody who has been tuning in. And, yeah. uh, you know, honestly, like, if you're starting to like this kind of thing, share it with somebody else who might like it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> well, thank great. you, everybody. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. <laughs>